Greetings, friends. Welcome to today's Family Altar Audio Devotional. Our scripture reading today comes to us from the book of Hebrews, chapter 6 and verse 1. And the quote is by William Merriam Branham from the message entitled Hebrews chapter 5 and 6, part 1. This message was preached on September the 8th, 1957. Again, we hope that you are blessed today as you listen. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God. Watch this. Let's get this word perfection. Do you know there's only one way you'll stand in the presence of God that's perfect? God cannot tolerate unholy things. And you legalist, how could you ever perfect yourself when you had not one thing to perfect yourself with? You were born in sin. Your very conception was in sin. The very desire of you being here was sin. Born in sin, shaped in iniquity, come to the world speaking lies. Now where are you going to stand at? Where are you sinner that said, I'll quit smoking and I'll go to heaven? Where are you lukewarm, moss-backed, so-called Christian that goes around here with a long face and saying, well, I belong to the church. You sinner! Right! Unless you're born of the Spirit of God, you're lost. It's true. How you go to heaven? He said, I never lied in my life. Oh, the little darling. It was just an angel to begin with. That's a lie. I don't care how good you are. You're a sinner. And you don't have one thing. There's no priest, no bishop, no cardinal, no pope, or nothing else can save you. Because he's just the same boat that you're in. We're getting into it in a few minutes. Just in the same shape he was the Pope of Rome was born in sin, shaped in iniquity, come to the world speaking lies. Born by the sexual desire of a man and a woman. Where are you going to get righteous out of that? Well, his papa and mama were born the same way, and they were born the same way, and their grandma and grandpa went on back. It's sin to begin with. So who can say this is holy and that's holy? There's only one thing holy. That's Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, who's been made perfect. And our requirement is to be perfect. Now, how are we going to be it? Try it yourself. I'd hate to try to get to heaven on the merits of I was born five minutes ago and going out of the world tonight. Now, I'd be lost. If I never had an evil thought in my life, if I never spoke a bad word in my life, if I never looked at anything evil, never thought anything evil or nothing, I'm just as rank and black as the smutty walls of hell. I'm a sinner. I could come through life and stay locked up in a room and like some of the Carmelite sisters or something and never see the world, stay in there and pray all my life. Do good. Born a multi-millionaire and give to the poor everything I got. I'm still a sinner and I'll go to hell. Yes, sir. I might join the Lutheran Church, Baptist, Pentecostal, Presbyterian, 
greater role and live faithful to that church until a hundred years in my life is talking. No man could point their finger at me and say he ever even as, had as much as a bad thought. I'll go to hell just as sure as I'm standing. I'm a sinner. That's correct. I have nothing. There's no way at all I could find any, any price to be paid. God required death. And if I give my own life, if I give my life, then how can I repent? Because you, the debt's got to be paid first. And God was the only one who could lay his life down and take it up again. So he could become sin and lay his life down and pick it up and call it justice in the debt's paid. There you are. Now let's turn to Matthew, uh, about the 8th chapter, I believe it is. 7th or 8th chapter. We'll see what Jesus says over here. All right. It's uh, Matthew, the 5th chapter. And the Jesus the preaching in the Beatitudes. The 47th verse. And if you salute your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even the publicans? Watch. But... Be ye therefore perfect. What? Be therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. That was Jesus' commandment. Be ye so... They say nobody can be perfect. The Bible said there is none perfect. There's your contradiction, is it? All right. You cannot be perfect in yourself. If you're trusting in what you've done, you're lost. So be ye perfect, even just as perfect as God is perfect. Now, be therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Therefore, now the fifth chapter, sixth chapter of Hebrews. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection. Now, you Branham Tabernacle. Oh, I know we have healings. That's wonderful. We have visions. Oh, that's, that's fine. And you have spiritual dreams. And sometimes they're not spiritual dreams. And, and sometimes you, we, we try to help the poor. We do what we can. Oh, that's all right. But that's not what we're talking about now. We're entering into another phase. Leaving the doctrine. Oh, yes, we got the doctrine of Christ. We believe it was the Son of God, His virgin born. We believe that all these things, that is just wonderful. But leaving that, let's go on to perfection. Oh, my, I wish I had the voice of an archangel now to bring this to a place where you could see it. Now, it says leaving all the doctrine of Christ, all the things. The theologians and all the theology that we know, all about the deity of Christ, how he was God made flesh, all these other things. Paul goes on to explain it all here just in a few minutes. Let's just read it just a little bit before we get to it. Laying again the foundations of repentance from dead works, and we believe that, and faith towards God, we believe that, and of the doctrine of baptisms, just how you must be baptized, we believe that, and of laying on of hands, we believe in laying on of hands, don't we? Then, all oh, that's sure. And the resurrection of the dead, we believe that. Now watch, you see here, judgment is used eternal. That's forever. When judgment spoke of God, it's forever. 
Then there can be no more reconciliation after judgment's been passed. Now you can understand why God had to take his own, his own, as we call it, his own medicine. When he condemned man for sinning, the only way he could reconcile was to take the man's place himself. That's the only way he could be reconciled or could reconcile us was take her place and become a sinner. God, Jehovah, became a sinner. And he gave his life. Now you could give your life as a sinner to die for the cause. Paul said, though I give my body to be burned as a sacrifice, I'm still nothing. Because it won't work. See, when you die, you're gone. You die as a sinner, you're lost. But God came down in flesh and condemned sin in the flesh, being made sinful flesh, because He was the eternal God and raised His own body up. So He's the justifier. Now, all these things, let's go on to perfection, said Paul. Now what? Now the eternal judgment. This will do, God permit. Third verse. Now go on to perfection. Jesus said, Be therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. And we're every one condemned, no matter what we ever do, we're condemned. We were born condemned. Your mom and papa was born condemned. Your, all your ancestors was born in sin, shaped in iniquity. So how are you ever going to get it? How are you going to be perfect? If you never done a thing, never stole, never lied, never done anything in your life, you're still condemned. You was condemned before you breathed your first breath. You were condemned. It's correct. And you were judged of God before you breathed your first breath. Or you were judged by the sexual desire of your father and mother who through their act brought you here on the earth and God condemned it in the beginning. You were condemned to start with it. So where you never other person on earth was condemned with you. Now where are you going to get perfection? What? Let's turn just a moment to Hebrews, the 10th chapter. Listen close. I want to read a little bit out of the 9th chapter first. The 11th verse. But Christ being come a high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle. His own tabernacle, his flesh. See the old tabernacle. Did you notice? The old tabernacle had a veil in it that hid the ark where God lived. How many knows that? Sure. Well, that old man-made tabernacle here, the curtains out of dyed goat skins and so forth, were made a tabernacle to hide the presence of God. How many knows that only one man could go in there once a year? Certainly, that was Aaron. Go in once a year. And he must be anointed and, and oh, the requirement. And he must have fire in his hand. And if he went without that, he died as soon as he moved that veil back. He dropped dead. He must go in there and light these candlesticks and sprinkle the mercy seat, which called out the blood of the death of substitutionary as until Christ was come to fulfill it. Now, but God then became in another type of a tabernacle. And that tabernacle was who? Jesus. And God was inside of Jesus. And He was hid. But He was reconciling the world to Himself by His expressions. 
reveal God. He said, it's not me that doeth the works, it's my Father that dwelleth in me. I do nothing in myself but what I see the Father doing. The Father in me showing me these visions. And then I go do just what the Father told me to do. You get it? God was inside of a human body. Not behind goat skins died, but was a living moving. God had hands. God had feet. God had tongue. God had eyes. And it was Christ. There he was. Now he went away and the Spirit came in that that through his death he might perfect the church and bring the church submissive. And then the same Spirit that was in Christ is in the church. Doing the same things Christ did. A little while the world won't see me no more, yet ye shall see me, for I'll be with you even in you to the end of the world. Now, listen to this. But Christ becoming a high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building. He wasn't made of hands. How was he born? Virgin birth. Neither by the blood of goats and calves was this body ever sacrificed or sanctified, but by his own blood. You know that the blood comes from the male set. And then somebody said, Oh, Jesus was a Jew. He was not a Jew. Oh, we're saved by Jewish blood. No, we are not. If we were saved by Jewish blood, we're still lost. Jesus was not Jew, neither was he Gentile. He was God. God the Father, the Spirit, the unseen one. No man has seen God at any time, but the only begotten of the Father has declared Him. He manifested God, what God was. Now His church is supposed to manifest God to show what God is. See? What do we do? Organize ourselves? I don't do them. They're Methodists. They're Presbyterians. I don't want to do them. I'm Baptist. I'm Pentecostal. You're lost them kind of emotives. Right? Who can brag? Who can say anything? Look at the disgrace the Presbyterians has brought. Look at the disgrace of Baptists. Look at the disgrace of Catholics. Look at the disgrace of Pentecostals. Nazarenes, Pilgrim Holdings. Look at the rest of them. But I challenge you to point one hand of disgrace at that. Yeah. Point one finger when God Almighty said this is my beloved son in whom I'm pleased to dwell in. Hear ye him. Amen. There he is. That's the perfect one. Now, let's read just a little farther here now. Neither by the blood of goats, calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption. Do you get it? Eternal redemption for us, not to be redeemed today. The next week when the revival starts, be redeemed again. And then a week backslide and be redeemed again. You're redeemed once forever. That's right. No more redeem, redeem, redeem. Eternal redemption. He that heareth my words and believeth on him and said he has eternal life and shall never come into the judgment. But hath past tense, passed from death unto life because he has shook. Because he was baptized a certain way. Because he had blood in his hands. Because he has believed on the only begotten Son of God. That's how we have eternal redemption. Listen now. For the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of heifers 
sprinkle the, un, uh, the, uh, uh, sprinkle the unclean, sanctified through the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered Himself without spot to God, purged our conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Amen. Pass from death unto life. What do you care what the world thinks? What do you care what your neighbor thinks? Our conscience has died and we're regenerated and born again by the Spirit of God to serve the true and the living God. There you are. Now, drop over to the 10th verse, 10th chapter, rather, right across the page. The law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things can never with those sacrifices that they offered year by year continue to make their comer unto P-E-R-F-E-C-T-E-D. P-E-R-F-E-C-T it is there. Perfect. Leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection. Be therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. The law having a shadow of good things to come, all the ordinances and the baptisms and the, all the other things they had could never make the worshiper perfect. And yet God requires perfect. You join the Nazarene church, will never make you perfect. You join the Baptist church, Pentecostal, whatever it is, it'll never make you perfect. You being a good, loyal man will never make you perfect. You can't merit one thing. There's nothing about you to merit. You're lost. You say, well, I kept the law. I keep the Sabbath. I keep this, all the ordinances of God. I do this. Paul said, let us lay aside all those things now. That's all right, but we'll do this. We'll baptize the people. and We'll lay hands on them for the healing and so forth. We can take it verse by verse. Each one of those things, baptism, we believe it. There's one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. We believe that. There's a baptism. We believe in the resurrection of the dead. Absolutely, we believe Jesus died and rose again. We believe that. Laying on the hands for the sick. That's why I said, these signs shall follow them that believe. If they lay their hands on the sick, they shall recover. We believe that. But what is that? Paul said it's all dead works. It's something that you do. Now let's go on to perfection. Oh, my. We're coming into the tabernacle, not the foundation, the tabernacle. The tabernacle itself. That's the foundation. The law and the righteousness and and, and, and joining church and being baptized and and laying on of hands. Them's all orders of the church. But now let's go into perfection. And there's only one that is perfected. That's Jesus. How do we get into him? Through the Methodists? No. Pentecostal? No. Baptist? No. Through any church? No. Roman Catholic? No. How do we get into it? Romans 8, 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ that walk not after the things of this world, the flesh, but after the things of the Spirit. That pay no attention to what the world's got to say. Even if you're sick, the doctor says you're going to die. You pay no attention to it. Don't bother you a bit. If they tell you you have to become a Catholic before you're saved or a Presbyterian or have to do this, you pay no attention to it. 
There no for no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus Amen. who walk not after the flesh the things that they see. Everything you see with your eyes is earthly. But it's the things you see in your spirit through the Word. Amen. The Word is God's looking glass that reflects what He is and what you are. Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. Oh my... It tells you this is the only book in the world that tells you where you come from, who you are, and where you're going. Show me any page of literature anywhere, all the science or anything else, never a good book has been written. None can tell you that. This is God's looking glass that shows what He is and what you are. Then in between there's a bloodline that shows what you can be if you want to make the choice. Amen. There you are. By one spirit. Now, 1 Corinthians 12, how do we get into that body? Amen. By shaking hands? No, sir. Amen. By joining the church? No, sir. By being baptized backward, forward, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, the name of Jesus Christ, the name of Rosa Sharon, Lily Valley, Morning Star, anything that you want, that has nothing to do with it, just the answer of a good conscience towards God. And yet we fuss and stew and argue and split and make differences. That's right. But all those are dead works. We're going to perfection. That's things that I've done. A minister baptized you. Whether he baptized you face forward, backward, or three times, four times, or one time, or how he did it, that has nothing to do with it. You're just baptized into the fellowship of that church anyhow, proving to that church you've been the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Laying all of hands to heal the sick, that's wonderful, but it's all natural, and that body will die again as certain as you're living. It'll die again. Now let's lay aside all those things that go on to perfection. How do we get to perfection? That's what we want to know. Christ is perfected. God laid upon him the iniquity of us all. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, and chastened our peace upon him. With his stripes we were healed. That's the body we want to get to. That's the body. Why? If you're in that body, you'll never see judgment. You'll never taste the death. You are free from all death, judgment, sin, and everything else when you're in that body. How do you get into it, preacher? By joining this tabernacle, you're lost yet. Good joining, now we don't have any book. How do we get into it? By joining some church? No, sir. How do you get into it? You're born in it. First Corinthians 12. For by one spirit... We are all baptized into one body. By the Holy Spirit baptism, we are baptized into that body and are free from sin. God don't see you no more. He only sees Christ. And when you're in that body, God can't judge that body. He's already judged it. He took our judgments and invited us in. And by faith through grace we walk and accept our pardoning. And the Holy Spirit brings us into this fellowship with Him. And we walk more at the things of the world. But we walk in the Spirit. Quicken the Word came to us. He died in my stead. I'm made alive. Here I am who was once dead in sin and trespass been made alive. All my desires is to serve Him. All my love is to Him. All my walks want to be in His name. Now, wherever I go, whatever I do, I glorify Him. 
If I'm a hunting, if I'm a fishing, if I'm playing ball, if, if I'm whatever I'm doing, I must be Christ in me in such a life that'll make man long to be that way. Amen. Not paddling, backbiting, and fussing about your churches. You get it? By one spirit, we're baptized into that body. And when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. We trust that you have been blessed by God's word today. The devotional you just heard was derived from Brother Tim Dodd's Family Altar devotional book. If you are interested in a copy of your own, you can visit store.bibleway.org to order your own copy. If you would like to listen to more daily Family Altar audio devotionals and other spiritual message-related content that we produce, we invite you to subscribe to the 10,000 Worlds podcast or visit us on YouTube, Facebook, and on our website at 10kworlds.com. That's the number 10, the letter K, and the word worlds.com. If you feel that this ministry has been a blessing to you and you would like to support us financially to help us deliver more and better content to you in the future, you may easily do so by clicking the Consider Supporting Us link in the description of this episode or visiting our website to learn more. It's okay if you can't support us financially, but would you do us a favor? Pray for us and share this episode with others so that they might be blessed as well. Lastly, don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell button so that you get notified when we publish more content like this. Thank you, and God bless you.